I've said this out loud and I'll keep saying it out loud. If I get raped again, I'm going to kill that person. I'll be right there. With I don't you, know if it's going to be in the moment or after, but I'm going to fucking kill that person. It can't, it can't happen again. I want to slither down your neck. Let's both get undressed. Why'd you have to go? Hello and welcome to Dog Pig. What's up, my nasty hoes? I am your host, Andrea Allen, the sexiest, freakiest, kinkiest bitch in New York City. Before we get to the show, please do me a solid rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I need people to know that I'm fucking legit. Also, follow me on Instagram at andreacomedy69. Also, I've got a Patreon. Duh. Of course I got a Patreon. Follow me on Patreon. I've got so much cool shit in there. I've got the full videos of the episodes, bonus content, and many other things. Wink. That is at patreon.com slash dog pig. Also, if you want to give me even more money and get even more supplies for your spank bank, please go to fansly.com slash dog pig 69. That's fansly, F-A-N-S-L-Y.com slash dog pig 69. That's where you can get some Andrea Allen private content. It's like OnlyFans, but not for fucking dorks. This conversation is the second installment of my interview with my bestie, Lizzie Cassidy. Big old trigger warning on this one, folks. We're talking more about sexual assault. Uh, We really get into what it is like to be victimized multiple times and how predators use that to their advantage. We talk about abuse cycles and how people can use sex as self-harm and what the lines are there. And we'll talk about the term that I love, murder math. This conversation is awesome and Lizzie is so funny. So please enjoy. At least the one thing about me too that I did like is that at least in my life now, I feel emboldened to be like, that guy's a fucking creep. Me too. I don't have to explain to you why. If you want to fucking come at me, I know exactly what to say to shut you the fuck down. Like, me too. I know the language now, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Me I didn't too. realize. <sighs> um, I, but I also think for myself personally that rather than that being a product of the Me Too movement, for me, it's like, so basically after... After that happened, yeah. I had such a broken relationship with what sex was. Of course. And I was so afraid of that happening to me again that I started doing things like saying yes when I wanted to say no so that it didn't happen again. Yeah. Or not saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. Or having like risky sex with strangers yeah. because, you know, whatever, for whatever. And so because of that, now I know that I was raped a bunch of times after that yeah um the point i was making was my my feeling emboldened to be like you're a fucking creep that guy's a rapist whatever 
that comes from me being like, it's never going to fucking happen again. Yeah. I've said this out loud and I'll keep saying it out loud. If I get raped again, I'm going to kill that person. I'll be right there. With I don't you, know if Amy. it's going to be in the moment or after, but I'm going to fucking kill that person because like- I can't I can't it can't happen again. You know what I mean? Uh, a country. Mu- I'm referencing the Dixie Chicks right now. Is it Goodbye Earl? Because uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> Dude, Goodbye Earl is such a popular song because I think it speaks to this like this like I swear to God. Yeah. If one other person tries to ruin my life with their dick, yeah. I'm going to fucking murder them. Yeah. And like, it's so funny because me and my mom like loved that song. Like, me too. It's such a murderous. It's a song I know. about killing abusers. I know. Why do all women just like love, love that. that song? Dude, I saw a video of people singing that song at a wedding and I was like, I don't think you guys get what this song is yeah. about. Like, that's crazy. It was like the bride and her maid of honor singing the song. I was like, are you okay? No. Like the answer is no. Is this guy that you just married beating you? What's going on? Probably. But I yeah, mean, it, there is this thing of like, and I mean, what, that's like a crazy thing to say that I'm gonna fucking kill that kill him. But I probably like. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think I'll. I there's any other way for me to move through the world well, than you to keep think that taking from me. Yeah. In a way that like, and we'll get into this a little bit more. But it's like you don't just rob me. You don't just have put me through a traumatic experience. You take from joy in my future. You steal 100%. moments of my life. Everyone I date for the rest of my life, I have to tell them yeah. I was raped. Yeah, there's this tweet that's like third base is telling him what, what happened, happened to you, you in 19. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I've had to have the conversations about it. Uh, so many women that I know have to have these conversations. Um, and I, now I have them early. Yeah. And I, I do it in a way where I like make a little joke about it because it's like, I want to see what kind of guy you are. Yeah. Are you the kind of guy who's going to be all like, oh, no. That's oh, my so God. Crazy. I can't believe that happened to you. That's crazy. That never happens to anybody because then yeah. you're out. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to be a guy who's fucking grossed out by it because then you're out? Yeah. Are you going to be the guy that instead of listening to me is like, give me a fucking name. I'll fucking because yeah. then you're out. This is the so But annoying. if you're a guy that's like, man, that's fucking I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Also, I'll be, I'll just keep treating you the way that I was before. Then yeah. great. Then yeah. you're in. That's a good guy. Thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. We have to do all these little tests when it comes yeah. to allowing a man in our circle, which I'm like, are you embarrassed as men that we have all these tests and moves and safety mechanisms? I carry on my keychain pepper spray, an alarm system. Me too. I have a knife in my bag. I'm like, are you not embarrassed that you're such degenerate, violent, animals that i have to walk around with a but they don't think they are are. that's the same that goes back to the same thing they don't they don't think they are they think it's again this boogeyman boogeyman and not just some fucking guy yeah they all think that that you know yeah well there's there's it's like it's like people not wanting to acknowledge how fucked up racism it's all this stuff like yeah it's, it's so it's such a horror that if they acknowledge a piece of it then they have to acknowledge all of it and they don't want to be uncomfy yeah um there's also the girl with the dragon tattoo, the Swedish version. Or actually, no, not the Swedish version. Maybe. No, it happens in the American it's, version. It's, oh, yeah. It's the Rooney Mara one. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. When she gets fucking face fucked by her parole officer, who's a pig. Yeah. And is using it against her. And then she fucking rapes him back and tattoos, I'm a rapist pig on yeah. his you know how many times I've watched that fucking scene? It's crazy. It's the Earl's Gotta Die of like yeah. s- of cinema. Yeah. It, also, promising young woman. I feel like is a much more nuanced. Yeah. One. Spoiler doesn't end well. I know, and that's but the that's thing. why I love that movie because it's like 
I can walk around saying if somebody else try, tries to rape me, I'm going to fucking kill him, but he's probably going to be bigger and stronger than me. Well, that's the thing that I wanted to ask you. So too. I might not. You know what right. I mean? I might just survive it again. Sure. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. That's the best case scenario that yeah. you survive it. And I wanted to talk to you about you saying like you felt pinned down and there is this women do this all the time. Murder math. I like to call it. Yes. Um, as you walk through the world. <laughs> You know, cat call. What kind it's of crazy? It's dude. crazy. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. And we live in it is so it makes me so furious. I was walking around with my boyfriend one day and I was like, I don't want to be a woman. Do you think I like being a woman? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not because I dislike women. I think we're wonderful fucking ethereal life. It's like, it, but it is a burden. It's a fucking huge bummer, dude. Yeah. The amount of stuff, I, the, the harder I have to work, the, the pressure to to look and act it also reminds me of this monologue that's in fleabag which is like the greatest show created where um fleabag is talking to this older woman and the older woman is saying like women are born with pain inside of us oh i love that and she's talking about literal physical pain like we go through incredible pain all the time when we go through puberty yeah after we go through puberty, when we get our periods and then menopause comes along and oh that's a whole nother fucking thing. Childbirth, if you do it, yeah. you're born with pain inside of you. So that so when you experience it, it's like, yeah, it's more of the thing. Yes. And then have you ever seen a man get a cold? Oh, my it's God. It's like, it's crazy, They're dude. so grumpy. <laughs> and we just walk around. Our pussies are infected. Our tits hurt. The amount of times I've had period cramps that would make a man fall to his knees yeah and i just am in the middle of a conversation i'm like oh my god and then what yeah like it's crazy hey just give me it's a crazy oh no not even a give me a second yeah you're just like oh wow and then you guys went to the grocery store yeah and you're in like one of the most severe Searing. pain that doctors literally say feels like a heart attack yeah and you're like wow so that's crazy. So are you guys like officially dating now or like what? I know. We're not to mention the emotional labor oh burden. My oh my God. God. It's everything. I've thought about this a lot. Like, again, Me Too was a pivotal moment for, I think, a lot of women who hadn't realized certain things to start realizing mm-hmm. certain things. Um, but as I've, like, become more, you know, self-aware, where feminism, shout out to feminism, for uncovering all of the burdens of this, having yeah. this sex, being born within the sex, I'm like, I don't know if I like it better than I know all these things, but I can right. know them. Right. And I'm going to feel the pain anyways. But I, I feel like I'm stark mad a yeah. lot and yeah. I, I'm furious and I'm so angry. It's the thing I said at the beginning, like we're burdened with the knowledge of right. the predator next door. Right. Well, so 
murder math again. Yeah. Um. So there's different levels of murder math. There's yeah. walking home at night. This guy's kind of weird crossing the street. This guy's kind of weird, but I have pepper spray and yeah. he's not crazy enough to not to right. walk through pepper spray. It's me and him. Are we in a crowded area? Is right. there a group of men? Okay, this is a different thing. And, and when I was being sort of stalked by this guy out in the middle of the night, it is very like... I must choose the direction in which I go and triangulate around this guy. So I it's can also like far enough. Do I go to my apartment? Do I not want him to know where I live? Mm-hmm. Like what kind of crazy is this guy? You're prey. But then there's the murder math you do when you start dating somebody. Yep. And you don't really know him yet. And you're like, he's a lot bigger and stronger mm-hmm. than me. I really hope he's nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, course. That's crazy. There's moments when you sleep with a man for the first time and you're in his apartment and there's a little, it creeps through of like, oh, God, what if you're a killer? Yes. sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. That's 100% true. And to go back, that's where these predators thrive. Yeah. Because now your goal is to make sure he doesn't kill you. Yeah. So you're going to not say no more than a couple times yeah yeah you're gonna not ask him if he just drugged you yeah you're gonna do all those things because he could fucking kill you fight and like appease and men who are predators know this men who aren't predators might not you're walking around with a loaded gun just by being bigger and stronger than me yes and you're like you it's crazy when they don't realize that well i also try like Like, just fucking be nice to me it's so crazy that we beg them to do that and they never will i know but um I'm a tall, very strong person, um, and I'll like wrestle my boyfriends every once in a while for fun, and I'm like, oh my God, it is crazy how much stronger you are than me. I am putting out my full effort right now, and I'm not even close to being able to stop you in this play fight. Um, So I guess my question was, in the second rape, when you like feel like you're pinned to the ground, do you think... Are you like, is he going to kill me? Yeah. Yeah. And how is how long is that fear? The whole time? Um, the whole time, the whole fear is, am I going to die? Yeah. Whether it's like, the did I just take something that's going to kill yeah. me? Is he going to kill me? Whatever it is. Yeah. That's what's going on. The that's, whole thing is like, don't fucking close your eyes. Yeah. Like, I try to just try to fucking move. Try to fucking move. Do Awful. anything. Try to move it's not working like it's just like you're like on survival mode yeah so it's like don't close your eyes like i'm like looking around the room to like find a way out if i can move at some point like things like that so it's like yeah i'm afraid he's gonna kill me i'm afraid of a lot of things yeah honestly like i'm afraid of what's currently happening continuing to happen yes yes you know there's this like and also just like there's another part that's just like it's got to be almost over. It's got to be almost over. It's got to right, be almost over. Right. It's been okay. It's it's been this long that it's been happening. It's got to be almost over. Yeah. Like that's the other. You're like moving through time. Dialogue. You get it. You're moving through time. Uh, both like moving through it and also like being above it, kind of in a way. Like you leave your body a little bit, and you're like, "This is fucking happening. This is happening to me. Yeah. This is happening to me right now." Yeah. And I can't stop it. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I think the only way that uh, people who haven't been sexually assaulted, I guess, could relate to it is if you've been violently attacked. 
Or it's different, but it is maybe in the same. I think if you think of the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you, whatever it is. Yeah. I do think there was like a moment when your brain was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's happening. Yes. And like, it's that moment. I call it the stomach drop. Yeah. 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 Because there's like a I think we go. It's like it's like taking too many drugs if you yes. do drugs or if yeah. you drink oh, it's fuck. that moment when you're like oh god i'm too fucked up oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and i can't get out. but it's worse but it's like that Wait, it is a sample yeah it's the very like uh-oh 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 and then you hit a critical point and you go oh this is i'm in this now and now i'm just gonna get i'm gonna survive it it's horrible and you're and you're like brain clicks into this mode where you're like i gotta fucking get myself out of this yeah it's um it's a horrible thing state to be in i want to talk a little bit about like also if your doesn't if your brain doesn't click into that mode that's okay too sure you freeze yeah uh, there's been people there was a photographer once who was taking my clothes off actively and i just remember being like glass-eyed and being like why in my mind being like why are you well every time it happened after that i would just disassociate like i, w- yeah. I would just go somewhere else yes you know like i wouldn't even be paying attention there's so many ways to react to it and i think the important thing every single way to react to it none of them feel better than the other one no they're all just kind of like all right this is the route my nervous system is taking today um and this goes without saying but no matter what it doesn't your reaction doesn't matter it it shouldn't be happening to you right so the way that you react doesn't matter no there's no right way it's just there's no right way to get raped you know like it sucks it more than sucks it's the it's one of the worst things a person can do to another person and it's like whatever whatever gets you out of it alive yeah thank god for that yeah whatever if it was disassociating if it was pretending that you liked it there's no fucking shame in that yeah whatever it was it fucking got you out of there and that's awesome someone's fucking eyes out yeah whatever you need to do um i want to talk a little bit about like cycles um because so often we hear this like a woman who's raped multiple times which i think I think this is what I said to you when we talked about doing this, which is like, when I tell people that I was raped now in Brooklyn with our friends, they always believe me. Yeah. Or not even our our friends believe me no matter what, obviously, but like people that we, the type of people that we're friends with. Yeah, sure. They always believe me. Or they say the phrase that they they know. But for the most part, you know, they know that this is a thing that happens. Uh, I joke that I, you know have it written all over my face and vibe. Um, so people believe me. When I tell people that I've been raped more times than I even know, like I don't even know the number. You've lost track, yeah. Then they don't. Yeah. Because they, it goes back to the boogeyman thing. You yeah. know, how statistically, statistically, how could you have been raped more than once? Because it does, because one in four women are raped, which is so not true. Yeah. It's like three, three and, and a half. Yeah. Um, 3.75, yeah. five, carry it up. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's like people that's when people stop believing you and start thinking that you're like you have some sort of victim complex or you like attention or whatever and when it's like i just told the story about how i got the attention and hated Hated, it yeah you know yeah um but predators prey on people who have been victimized because being victimized lowers your Mm self-esteem it also it fucks up your ability to understand what consensual consent what consent is and what it looks like when somebody has drugged and raped you 
a guy taking off a condom doesn't feel like a violation of consent in yeah. the same way. Feels like an easier. It way. is, yeah, and yeah. I know that logically, yeah, but it doesn't feel the same because you're like, well, that thing, fucking, like, you know what I mean? Of it's, course. And I'm not saying if that's happened to you, it's terrible, and I'm so sorry, and whatever. But it's like you don't process it in the same way as someone yeah. who that hasn't happened to. So many men have done that to me. Yeah, me but too. But it's not the worst thing. Right. It's almost like, and we talk about this a lot, about like the inconvenience of dealing with this yeah. is not is more than just not just avoiding that guy yeah you know being like you're you are a rapist and then it's like what and then there has a whole tribunal again and now again i'm doing emotional labor yeah what is that to teach you you shouldn't take the condom off yeah through i years after had sex with a guy i was friends with yeah and i was way too drunk yeah and because i was friends with him then i i like started avoiding him and he asked me yeah. why I was and I was like dude I, I was are too you f- mad at me yeah, yeah. And I was like dude I was too fucking drunk for you to have fucked me when you did yeah and I had to I had to console him through that yep but back to your point of like how cyclical it is that is what people think that like you can slip and fall into a rape allegation yeah yeah which isn't the case it's like predators calculate these things they do them on purpose and they pick people who have, even if you've never said that you've been a victim of sexual assault before, maybe you're drinking a ton because you can't. Yeah. And so they pick people who are really drunk. Yeah. Maybe you're, uh, you know, you have so many scary stories that people don't believe you anymore. Yes. That's maybe a you're one. a little crazy. Yeah. Like, so nobody's going to believe a girl who's crazy. So they pick you for that. Like yes. the things that happen as a result of being sexually traumatized are the things that sexual predators prey on. Yeah. So you get sexually traumatized again and again and again. Yeah. Hopefully. And I think this is the case for me now until you start to actually work on it yeah. and confront it and deal with the PTSD that it gave you or whatever it, it yeah. however it manifested in you. Mm-hmm. And then you can sort of understand that the decisions you're making and the the way that your behaviors are a result of this and now you're no longer doing the things that make you that put a target on your back and not not to blame anyone at all but it just puts you in this position where you're you are a little more self-assured and you do have a, a better understanding of consent and you know about these things a little more so you can in some ways hopefully avoid it happening Let's talk about drinking because, I mean, already a, as a blanket thing, drinking and sex are so intertwined in our culture. Yeah, it's crazy. People do not know how to like just uh, say they're attracted to someone and ask, you know, if they want to sleep. To it's we're so fucked in how we have sex with one another. Yeah, and, and booze is so involved with it. But I think like when you say a target on someone's back, I wasn't the most sexually assaulted when I was actively in my alcoholism. Me too. And I was so actively in my alcoholism because I have alcoholism in my family, but I was also using alcohol to deal with everything that had happened with me. Me too. And my trauma and my low self-esteem. It is like just so classic Mm -hmm. the way that I was, you know, 
the self the low self-esteem pipeline to sexual assault yeah. victim it's just textbook yeah um and <clears throat> being the crazy girl or the promiscuous girl and promiscuous in the way that we talked about of like i don't think anyone likes me so i'll uh, if anyone yeah. even pays attention to me sexually that's a way i think maybe they'll like me then i also think stick around. there's a way in which some people use sex as self-harm yeah like oh, i yeah. have really low self-esteem so i'm gonna fuck this dude i hate yeah and oh, you don't even realize yeah. you're doing it. So like sing it, sister. You're not like promiscuous in an empowered way. No. You're promiscuous in a way where you're like not valuing what you want and what you need. That's such a tricky one too, because it seems sex negative. Well, yeah, now everybody's like, don't fucking slut shame. And it's like, she's hurting herself. Yes. Yeah. I'm not slut shaming her. I want her to be okay. There's a woman that we know that um has slept with a lot of comics and 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 is very promiscuous and is constantly being like mistreated quote unquote yeah. by these guys and both of us knew unanimously without even communicating beforehand these dudes sleep with this woman because they know she has low self-esteem yep. they know she's quote unquote crazy and they know that because she has such low self-worth quote she'll do anything yeah and i was that person so hard i see her and it breaks my heart because i was her yeah and i i don't know how to get her out of it because we don't know her that well i know know? and i barely know how to get me out of it yeah but it's like it's fucking heartbreaking when you see it because it's like dude i know what's gonna happen to you and i'm sorry that it's gonna happen to you and And it's already happened to you and it's gonna happen to you again yeah and i want to help you and you know, I don't think you're going to listen to me if I... That's the problem. I mean, I the person we're talking about, I have told people that are closer to her, to her than us yeah. to talk to her yeah. about... Her some, behavior. Not her behavior, but like specifically about some of the guys she's been involved with and just right. tell her like what the deal is with them. Uh, just so that it's like we're not all seeing... You watching. know, we're not all watching a car crash and like yeah. driving by. Yeah. Like hopefully there's a little something we can do to be like, you know, it's, and it's also like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, I can't stop this from happening, but, uh, hopefully I'll be here after I'll, hopefully I'll be here when you come out the other side. Yeah. I mean, I think we are addicted to because, and it comes back to like patriarchy shit again, where like our value we've been told our only value is to be coveted by men yeah and so we're addicted to it on a certain level um and so to get that male attention even in a small way and i'm fucking majorly hooked on that shit i know how hooked i am dude and i hate it yeah i'm just like fuck why does the dopamine of being desirable just feel incredible so good and we know down the line as we age and that we're not going to have access to it anymore yeah. and it's going to scramble our fucking Well, brains. this is another thing that we're burdened with as women, right? Where now I have, to, I'm, I have to be like, do I like this person uh-huh. or do I like that he likes me? Yeah. And now I have to break up with him. I, and so often it is, I like that he likes me yeah. and that's sad. That it's feels sad. sad. That feels like pathetic. Yeah. But it's, yeah, again, like it's we're it's a primer the 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 you know the sauce that we're in. Yeah, it 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 definitely sends us right into that. Um, I want to talk about to um, 
the men who sleep with women who do that who are like that and i know it's consensual but i'm looking at them a certain way yep. and a lot of them it's a bummer because some of them are dudes that i think are quote-unquote good dudes yeah and I can't police people's sexual encounters. I'm also like, you're drunk and she's offering it. And is there anything? I also think wrong? it's different if somebody does that. Yeah. Than if they're a person who, a person who does that. Yeah. So like, if you're a guy who's done that. Yeah. That's different than being a guy who does that. Yeah. Like we know guys who only sleep with women who are quote unquote crazy. Yes. Have low self-esteem, are drunk all the time. Yeah. That's different than a guy we're friends with who went home with a girl that we know is crazy. Yeah. Once. Yeah. And then was like, oh, I got to have a conversation oh, with yeah. her about what this is. That's yeah. a different guy. For sure. You For know, sure. it's a uh, yeah. I always am like, why are you taking that? Yeah. Why are you doing that? You know, on a level, but also, but, but also, why am I take like right? You know, right, a hundred percent. I know what. Why am I doing the things yeah. that I do? What whack shit am I doing involved? With why sex? am I fucking this dude? I don't even like. Oh, because I like that he likes me. Yeah, and it's. I don't think I do it anymore, but boy, did I do it for a long time. So much, so much. talk about recovery baby okay um and how it doesn't work no i'm kidding <laughs> don't do it it's a waste of time <laughs> don't go to the 12 step meetings with these fucking losers <laughs> um when did you start participating in recovery how like i think it's a life's work to do this yeah i, I do too that's um, well that's the thing that I keep realizing and yeah. saying to my therapist is like, oh, this is forever. Yeah, it's hate. like I thought there was a finish line. And he's like, not really. Dude. <laughs> like, I know. You got to just kind of become a person who's doing it all the time instead yeah. of somebody who like, you know, sits down with a therapist once a week and, and learns about it. You like have to just get into this place where you do it and you like live in it. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Um is like I think a lot of people I'm an avoidant sometimes mm -hmm. when it comes to painful things. Me so too. like especially like getting into a real quote unquote real relationship for the first time, I was avoiding it for so long because yeah. I knew how heinous it it's would really be. It's really fucking scary. Yeah. And painful. Like yeah. this whole like, oh, you're gonna be just in love and enamored. It's never felt that way. It's, it's scary. So scary. It also feels like addict shit it's also like i've given someone else the keys to the car oh, and they're driving God. and i'm freaking out i had a i had this dorky i remember a few maybe a month or so ago i told you i went up at a poetry open mic yeah you did and yeah. i almost couldn't be friends with you anymore i understand i understand my therapist told me to do things that scared me um i don't it's not the scariness for me. It's the dorkiness. It's but continue. I'm a dork. I don't know if I you know, know that. Um, we wouldn't have been friends in high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dork. Um, I mean, I was a the I, was, I was a theater major. Yeah. You were just like a dork who smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was reading a journal entry from this time period when it was in the beginning of my relationship and I was freaking yeah. out. Um, and one of them, one of my hot lines, which is so dorky, but I think it's like at, it's like inviting a criminal into your house and asking them not to rob you. Yes. And it's like, it's because they're men too. It's like, oh, I mean, unfortunately, sexual predator Louis C.K. had a very succinct way of putting it. And it's like, it's like 
hanging out with a bear and being like, hopefully you don't do what you always do. But you like me, right? Like the bear likes me, so it's not going to attack me. It feels insane. It feels insane. It's also like, um, I think the people who are like, the honeymoon phase you're gonna be so in love blah blah people who are like that i'm like oh you've never been hurt before yes like not even like cheated on no or like broken up without of the blue let alone like slapped around or raped yeah. like nothing yeah you get that you yeah. get to be like wow this person's the best this and like special we go to brunch and we're so in love and i'm like when's the other fucking shoe gonna drop all man? the time all the time <laughs> when's it gonna drop how's it gonna drop yeah um the perfect example of this was I was at a comedy show and this girl was doing crowd work with a, a couple lesbians in the front row. And she asked them just candidly, have you said I love you yet? And I was like, and they were like, ah, yeah, I do that when I do crowd work. Oh, my. But I go, God. I go. If I'm like, how long have you been together? And they're like a month. I'm like, have I have you guys said I love you yet? Just kidding. Unless you want to do it now. Just kidding. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't end, but they openly were like, yeah, it's been two months. And uh, I was like, what if, if someone asked me and the person that I was with, if we hadn't said I love you yet, I would have had a meltdown. Yeah. Like, that's huge. Any type of vulnerability is so big because you have been vulnerable and you've suffered the worst. And you've had it used against you. Yeah. Yeah. It's over and over again. Um, what type of therapy have you done? Like, is there something that was like a turning point for you? The biggest thing for me was getting sober. Yeah. Um, because I had been working with my current therapist. I had a therapist in high school after the the rape that everyone knew about happened. Yeah. Um, but she was like, yeah, she, again, out of her pay grade. Yeah. You know, like she was like a teen therapist who's yeah. supposed to be like, I know your mom, you don't like when your mom tells you to clean your room, but think of her perspective. Like, that's her job, not like sexual trauma, (laughs) you know? And she was good. Like, she did her best, you know? But uh, my therapist now has worked in rape crisis and sexual violence prevention and things like that. So he has a better groundwork for for this kind of thing. Um, And the crazy thing is he also worked in addiction. um, therapist. And I, and he was my therapist when I was still drinking and not really dealing with the fact that I was raped. Yeah. And I just kind of found him. And thankfully, he had all these tools in his tool belt. And he's a great therapist. But, you know, we would talk about my having been raped and uh, other things that are of the same nature. And we would talk about it. But I wouldn't really get it. I wouldn't really make any progress. Yeah. Because I was still drinking. Yeah. Because I was essentially erasing all of it every yeah. night and continuing the same behavior and whatever. Um, and I don't mean continuing the same behavior as in I'm like victim blaming myself. I mean that as in like the avoidant behavior, yeah. the not facing it, the yeah. like shoving it down with alcohol, shoving it to the side. Why wouldn't you, by the right. way? And I, I think my therapist would say the same thing. Yeah, like he's never been years. like, he's never been like, you shouldn't have done that, you yeah. know? But, and I haven't been sober for very long, so I'm not trying to talk about sobriety from this like, oh, uh, like I know everything about it now. Once I did get sober, that was the first time that it was like, oh, okay, now now I can actually work on these things. Yeah. Like, I, I've said this to you before, but I think that a lot of people, a lot of addicts and alcoholics, 
which I'm both, um, think that getting sober will solve mm-hmm. all of your problems. The pink cloud. Because it's the big problem. It's yeah. like the thing. I actually never really got a pink cloud moment, unfortunately. Ugh. But uh, it's it's the big thing. Yeah. It's the thing that's like yeah. really detrimental to your life. And you can point to it mm-hmm. and say, this is the problem, but I'm avoiding it. This is it. why I lose and I, my and wallet. I'm, and this I'm not saying it's I... the problem because I want to keep doing it. Yeah. So then once you finally say it's the problem... Then there's like the time in between then and when you actually do it where you can blame all of your problems on it. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop saying you. For me, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And me too. There was the time when I decided it was a problem, kept doing it. That's the problem. I'm not the problem. The problem is that once I solve that problem, I'll be good. And what actually happened was I got sober and I was like, whoa, look at all these other problems. Oh, God. Like, look at all these things that I wasn't dealing with because I was fucked up all the time. go back to like sex in a way like when i have sex with someone that i care about that's like hot but like gay gay (laughs) you know gay and gay and it's good because i like you yeah yeah (laughs) it's it feels like a victory in the way because there's been such hellfire with it so I guess uh, my, when you have sex with someone and you're not compromising any, you know what I amazing. mean? Like you're just like, I fucking like you. I want you to feel good. You like me. You want me to feel good. It's like, holy shit. Is this the best? Is this I the best it gets? I never thought that I would ever have that. Me neither. I always thought I would have to make some compromise yeah. to have another person stay around. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk to you about your sex life. Okay. Before we close this bad boy out. <gasps> my what? So you mentioned a little bit like, I have to talk to my partner. I have to tell them and then how they react. I mean, I don't tell people I'm just going to fuck them for once, sure. You, you know, ima- can you imagine you're at yeah, a bar? Does he know? I was right. I mean, I'm sure I've drunkenly been like, <laughs> of course, we, but, who, you know. who amongst us hasn't Whatever. drunkenly overshared yeah. when they were deeply unthereapized? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, sorry. Those, throw those into the black box and close it. Um, but so with someone you're more serious with, you do want to tell them it's not have to but want to i want to yeah yeah. to to have them know the full picture i also like if we're gonna be in a real relationship together i want like you said i want you to know everything like i don't want to i don't want there to be like years of my life i don't talk about with you because no curated me i i don't want to like tell you that i didn't really finish high school and not tell you why you know know that actually about you i mean i did finish high school yeah yeah yeah. i didn't know that you left school so much um which makes total sense yeah um i probably i already gotten into college so thank god sounds smart um some rape victims are smart too Rape victims, they're just like us. <laughs> In that they're all of us. In that they're us. And that they're most people. <laughs> ah. um, so do you, in like sex and relationships now, are you able to separate that out from your sex life? Um, I think for the most part I am. Like yeah. I am able to think of rape in a way that is different from sex. Yeah, because it is. Um, which it is. Yeah. But... That's kind of the worst thing about it is that it isn't, you know, like sometimes someone's raping you and it biologically feels good. Yeah. And nobody wants to fucking talk about that. Yeah. Because that makes you feel guilty and ashamed. But it, of course it does. Yeah. They're doing the things that are supposed to make you feel good. They're just doing them violently. It's kind of, I think when a lot of men get raped, 
Sure, yeah, but that's a big. I've had it happen to me when I've been raped. Yeah, where it's like, oh fuck, that makes this even worse because now it's humiliating, and yeah. now I'm feeling ashamed, and yeah. like it's awful. And but I think um, a really huge part of that is like having sex with people that you trust. And yeah. that doesn't mean that if you have been assaulted, you have to only have sex with people that you trust. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy sex with people that you don't, but you can really enjoy sex with people that you trust Yeah, because it is a different thing. Yeah, Instead of it being like, I'm doing this thing to hurt you. It's like, I'm doing this thing to make you feel good. I'm doing this thing because I care about you yeah. and I like you yeah. and I want it to feel good for you. And yeah. it's like a totally different experience. Yeah. Have there been moments when I've been having sex where it's reminded me of something? Sure. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. And that'll suck forever if it keeps happening. Yeah. But for the most part, in good, safe sexual circumstances, it just is so different that it's that I have a different relationship with it. That's great. I mean, I think we back to the whole kicked puppy, no one wants their daughter to be raped there's this like idea that a woman has a mark on them once yeah. that happens and then you don't get and a there sex are women life. there are women who get assaulted and never want to fucking be touched for years and that's fine that's yeah. totally okay too yeah. but i think uh yeah everyone who wants a sex life deserves one yeah and uh it's part of being a fully formed person who's yeah. like living their life and uh i i think part of it is also like you don't get to take that from me. Sure. And I, I don't mean that in the way of like, I have full control over it and I can just decide that. Yeah. But it does feel good to be like, you don't get to have that. Well, that whole like, you're robbing me of my future. Yeah. I don't want you to rob me of one of life's few joys. Yeah, yeah. Which is like sex and romance and love and yeah. connectivity. It's, yeah, I will work like hell to try to not have that define me and fuck you for making me go to so much therapy fuck Fuck you you fuck you for making me go go to so much therapy i don't know i don't know how to do this but there should be some system where we're making these motherfuckers pay for it i know because like jesus christ yeah you know maybe men would be taking accountability for their creepy men if there was a rape tax yeah hey every month you pay $25. Yeah, but then, to- you know, and then that goes back to me being like, well, I didn't go to the cops or whatever. But yeah, I know. Right. It, I wish there was... It seems that money is one of the few ways to get accountability from, from yeah. people, which is so pathetic. Um, but... Capitalism rules. Yeah, it's a really great system. Um, I mean, we have, we have talked for... Almost to two hours. Yeah, I know. Which is how I, what I love. <laughs> I knew that was what this was yeah. going to be. <laughs> I mean, it's a complex subject. Yeah. It's really, you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack. Um, but is there any closing remarks? Anything you got that you want to, you know, say? About I mean, for topic? sure, don't rape people. Definitely. Definitely that. Yeah. Definitely, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. I love that. It's just um, a simple way. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think something that's important is like, um, it's it's not this mythological scary thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. It happens to real people. And if you don't know a woman who has been raped, then you are not a person that women feel comfortable telling that they've been raped. Oh, yeah. Because you do. Yeah. Of course and you do. that's something that you need to look inside of yourself and do. That's not something that you can like bring to your friends who are women and be like, who's not fucking telling me? Like, yeah. it's not that. 
But like, I do think that uh, everybody, men and women and and everybody can do a better job of just like, like we were talking about when someone goes through something bad and you're just like showing up with yeah. food. Everybody can do a better job to make it a little easier for people to talk about rape. Yeah. By believing people mm-hmm. and by uh, giving a shit when yeah. they tell you. Yeah. And by doing everything that you can to make sure that it doesn't happen to anybody else. Yeah. You can make it easier yeah. for people to talk about this and be open about it and and not make it such a fucking yeah awful thing forever yeah use your use your influence and your sway if you have it to make to remove predators from your space and if you don't have it be the person that somebody can tell yeah stand up to fucking stand up like really you know uh actually walk the walk yeah you know and and i agree with you completely but if you are going to stand up to somebody make sure that that's what the person who right, told you wants you sure. to do. Whatever, yeah. just ask them what you can do to help. Yeah, that's like that's the bottom line. Just be a be a person that people can talk to. Yeah, be a friend. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Follow you home? Oh, hey. <laughs> well, if you want to find out where I am and come kill me, um, my Instagram is at Lizzie Cassidy. Um, my Twitter is Lizaster. Also, uh, speaking of wondering if i was going to be killed um i have a podcast called close calls Uh, it's a podcast about near-death experiences it's very funny very light so funny most of the time um andrea's been on we talked about rape a little then we'll probably it'll probably come up again if that's like your thing if you love that but uh it's a fun podcast about people who have almost died and they never do die so it's easy listening i'm a a close calls head i listen all the time um and it's a really great show and lizzie's a very funny comedian so follow her everywhere and nowhere and nowhere follow me in like the you in know the, in the like button in the theoretical way. sense not physically yeah let's <laughs> let everyone be cool um and of course as always follow me at andrea comedy 69 and nice fansly.com slash dog pigs hell yeah 69. dude those pictures rule thanks man Lizzie, i get them for free it's all my <laughs> all my nudies uh i get her you know i get her expert opinion run me 20 bucks and i'll send you them <laughs> dude someone put them up on reddit oh uh, that sucks but also kind of your famous uh, kind of cool <laughs> yeah my boyfriend was like googling uh, like andrea allen comedian like fans or whatever because i think he was sleuthing out to see if the dogs <laughs> And he was like, some people put it on Reddit, and I flagged it. I'm like, thanks, babe. Yeah, but also Aww. sick. Also, uh, also, you're famous. That's yeah, sick. That's super <laughs> sick. So pay for it. Pay for my nudes. They're very artistic. Uh, I do a lot of art direction uh, <laughs> at uh, fansly.com/slash/dogpig69. Love that airplane. We're in New York City, baby. Uh, and then-